I want to try an experiment. I want to see what the cost difference is between writing a letter today and writing a letter in the first century like the Apostle Paul. So I'm going to go into the store here, I'm going to buy a few supplies, and then we're going to compare that to what that would have cost the Apostle Paul when he was writing his letters to the early churches. Let's go. I'm basically Spielberg. Now, the point of this little exercise and experiment is just for us to think about how easy and how cheap it is for us to write a letter, to write a book. For instance, the total cost of the things that I looked at and found at the store, you know, you're looking at like what, 16 bucks, 15 bucks. I'm terrible at math. The point being is it's cheap. And you could make it even cheaper if we bought different paper, different pens, if we printed it for 50 cents at the, at the photocopy center, if they have those anymore, it's cheap. Now, the surprising thing and the real point of this whole video is to think about what would it cost the Apostle Paul to write something like the book of Romans or the book of Ephesians or the book of Philemon. And I think we know that it's the ease for us to communicate, the ease for us to write is there. But I think the truly surprising aspect is how much it costs in the ancient world and how much it would have cost someone like the Apostle Paul. In this book I have here, Paul and the Giants of Philosophy, one of the authors, E. Randolph Richards, talks about the cost, he calculates the cost of writing an ancient letter. Richard calculates that including the cost of the writing material, papyri, and the ink, uh, that the cost of writing something like Paul's shortest letter, Philemon, which in most of our Bibles is one page, maybe a page and a half at most, is 1,562 characters. And I'm assuming he's doing that in the Greek. And this would be a cost in equivalent terms for U.S. dollars at $102. Think about that. One page in our Bibles equals $102. That's a little mind-blowing, isn't it? Now, that's Paul's shortest letter. What about his longest letter, Romans? Well, Richards also calculates that the number of characters in the Romans is, let me get this, 32,232 characters. And this would give you a total calculated cost in U.S. dollars, again, $2,275. That's a lot of money. Like, think about that. $2,275, that's a really souped up MacBook Pro. So here, when we're thinking about the cost that it took Paul to write these letters, this comes at a significant cost to him. So there's a couple takeaways that I think are important for us to think about in this cost breakdown analysis. Like it's surprising to me, it's just shocking the cost that it would 
take to write something in the ancient world. But what do we do with this? So there's a couple things I want to note. First, I think it's really important for us to note the cost that Paul is willing to incur himself in order to do this ministry. Like he doesn't see these letters as like his next greatest, biggest book deal. He sees them as ways of encouraging individuals, of rebuking individuals, of calling out individual sin, and calling on them to continue to walk faithfully with the Lord. And so I think this is just such a wonderful and beautiful reminder of that Paul's mindset in his ministry was not for his own gain, was not for his own comfort and security and his own uh, financial well-being and his own like financial gain. It was for the benefit of others. He wrote because he couldn't go to those people and he couldn't physically minister to them. So he incurred the cost of writing these letters so that he could minister and address their needs. Second, I think it also just shows the level of depth of thought that is placed into these letters when he writes them. Because there's such high costs, he's not just sitting down randomly on some Thursday and just like, let me write a letter to the Romans and and think about what I can say. There is much thought, much crafting, much use of rhetoric, um, of of conciseness, even though Romans maybe, maybe doesn't feel as concise this time, but he uses all of these things in order so that he may present this message to these church. The Lord leads him under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to give this message to the church, even at this high cost. I think the third takeaway I have here is the appreciation we should have for the incredible access we have to the Word of God, not just to Paul's shortest letters or his longest letter, but to the Bible as a whole. Like, it's so cheap for us to go and buy a Bible at a bookstore, not even a specialty bookstore, not even buy it online and have it shipped to you, but you can just walk into the grocery store and find a Bible. I went to that same store and I went to the book section and they had several Bibles at pretty decent costs. So we are so privileged in America, in the West, to have such incredible access to get a Bible at such an incredible cheap inexpensive cost. This is just like unheard of in some sections of the world, in large sections of the world, and this is just utterly unheard of in the history of the church as well. People didn't have Bibles because they were so prohibitively cost costly. Like you couldn't afford to own your own Bible. Maybe a church would have part of a Bible uh, or they would have the whole Bible and that would be a significant investment they would make so that they could have the word of God and read it to their congregation. But we have the whole word of God. Like, look at this, just one second. Bible, 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 Bible. Like I am so privileged and we as believers, at least in America and the West, are so privileged to have such incredible access to God's word that I can just have multiple copies of the Bible, that I can just pull them off the shelf, give them to someone to read it myself, to read it here, to leave a copy here to, at my nightstand, to leave in my bag, like to have it on my phone. We are so privileged. And this is a call and a reminder for us to be thankful to the Lord that we have his word that we that has been preserved for us, that we have incredible access to it, but also it's a call for us to take up 
and read, to hear the word of God freshly, to appreciate the fact that we have his word, but to listen to God's voice through his servants, through his prophets, and through his apostles, that we may become more like Christ, that we may follow him faithfully. We are so blessed. Maybe I'm getting a little preachy, but I'm just so shocked at the cost of the ancient Bible and so thrilled that I have such access to the word of God in my own language and I can hear God's voice and you can do the same. So I hope this is interesting to you. I hope that you are surprised and shocked by kind of the results of not my excursion to the store, but just of what ancient Bibles and ancient ancient writing look like and maybe have a newfound appreciation for what servants of the Lord did on our behalf as the church and how other servants have translated and have published these types of works as well. And we should be thankful for those that work so hard to put the Bible in our hands. I hope that's a blessing to you. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you next time. God bless.